Hi, just David here from One Up Gaming. Now, before the crazy fun starts of the podcast, I would just like to do a, a very important plea to any listeners out there. I have a friend who last year, unfortunately, they had a horse riding accident and it's now left them paralysed from the waist down. And they currently have like a DS and I'm hoping that with some of you guys' help we might be able to try and get like a Wii, um, like a 3DS, anything donated to us and I'll make sure that she gets it and I'll even try and make some videos of it when I go down to see them. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. There will be more details on our website oneupgaming.co.uk and hopefully in some small way we can try and ease and just make a days go by better so just go to our website oneupgaming.co.uk and have a quick look there so thank you on with the show Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. Yeah, it's how we do it, y'all. L-G-B, my straight out of Dime Style, guys. What up to the One Up Gaming? One up gaming is behind me. Let me get in beast mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheap code. Kante is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary. Flows considerably though. I'm a super saiyan. I got dragon balls. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing. I put me on the map. One up gaming's who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief. Epic to say the least Contain the hero better Etch that in your memory And so the one up gaming for the show I'll contain the hero is really gonna show And we're back, it's One Up Gaming, it is episode a hundred, no, 203, I think. Should I double check? Probably, that would probably be for the best, yeah. Um, 202 was the John Hare interview, so yeah, 203. So, yeah, episode 203, so it's me, David, and we've got Eddie. 
Yep, I'm back again. Yeah. And the gift that keeps on giving. So right now we are going to do we are going to do uh, predictions, right? For yeah, E3. we're going to have a, a quick little predictions of what we think will be happening at E3. Nothing major because I've had a really rough week and I've not really looked into much. So hopefully you've got more ideas than me, Eddie. Hopefully. So should we go in order or should we just do it how I've written them down? Um, yeah, how have you written them down? It'll be fine. Because I've got the times and that, so we can go in order if you want. No, no, no. How have you written them down just is fine. How I've written them down, right. So, first of all, I am not sure what Bethesda will be showing, apart from maybe a new Wolfenstein. And other than that, maybe Quick Champions might get a bit of a showing. And some of the free-to-play stuff. But other than that, I'm not sure what they've got to show. don't know if you've got any ideas. Um... I mean, is it Tequila Works who did the that horror game a couple of years ago now? They might show... If I'm right, they might show... Um... You might show, like, a new game, something new, like a new IP. It's unlikely, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And then maybe if they don't do that, then they're probably going to show off something, like, that they're working on currently. So, hmm. I'm not really sure myself, actually. It really just depends on what they choose to show. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, so I, I guess we'll just move straight on then to Ubisoft. Yeah. And the definite game that, get, that they're going to show is the Mario vs. the Rabbids sort of role-playing game that they've been working on for the Switch. Oh, yeah. They might show, they, they might show that. I don't know if they will, <laughs> but hopefully they do because it would be a waste if they didn't. Then again, they might wait and let Nintendo show it. Yeah, exactly. You know. But I mean, like, I will say, I am almost certain that because of the last few years, we won't get any news on a new Rainbow Six, on a new Ghost Recon, or anything on Watch Dogs. So the only thing that that leaves is this year's Assassin's Creed will get officially revealed. And Far Cry 5 will get a full gameplay trailer. And the other game that I think will get shown, because they haven't shown or made any since like 2013, I believe. And that's a new Splinter Cell. I would not be surprised, honestly, if they did a new Splinter Cell. Because it is, it is a very popular... Uh, it is a very popular IP, especially like... because. Uh, Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell used to be very big, especially with like the stealth when 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 it was just primarily stealth games. I can't remember when the last Splinter Cell was the when the last one came out. It was Splinter Cell it was for, Blacklist. Ah, like, uh, yeah. Wow. Wow, that is that is an old game. Yeah. That is a very old game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they... I would be actually kind of surprised if they did Splinter Cell. 
But a lot of people are liking the stealth games, aren't they? A lot of people want to see stealth games. A lot of people want to see, you know, those type of games. Ever since, uh, what was it? Ghost? Oh, God. Sniper Ghost Warrior? Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah, and the Sniper Elites and all those sort of things. Yeah. People, people have really gotten into, like, the whole, like, stealthy, get on with it type of games, so yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yes, um, I mean, I don't know if, I mean, the, they'll show more of the South Park game. Yeah, they might show some Assassin's Creed as well. Well, actually, they might show gameplay. Yeah, I think they'll they show might. gameplay of Assassin's Creed and Far Cry 5. I hope they show gameplay. I know they're going to show gameplay of Far Cry 5 because that game looks like they put... Like, it's already... It's at that time in development where they can show gameplay. Well, mate, I don't know about Assassin's Creed. Well, both of them should be out September to, to like November sort of timescale. Hopefully. You know. Because, remember... Um, the South Park game, Fractured But Whole. That's been delayed to that next year now. To... Exactly. So, but I think Assassin's Creed, you know, they're like clockwork. Like November every year, aren't they? They took a year off last year to retool it. Yeah. But technically, did they really take a year off? Because they did the Assassin's Creed sort of Ezio collection. So there was, well, there that's, was a... that's more like a remaster. But even then, it's not really a remaster. It wasn't that big of a... Yeah, you but know, still, remaster. everyone sort of says, oh, they took a year off. It's like, well, no, they still released an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. It was just not, like, you know, a chronological game. It was just a game. Yeah. So I think uh, that's all I can think of with Ubisoft. I would love to see the Far Cry 5. I hope it's in a part, in, it's in a point in development where they can show gameplay. Yeah, and it, it will be. And it good. I think they'll do the exact same as what they did the last time for Assassin's Creed 4. Not Assassin's Creed, mm. the Far Cry 4. Where it'll show you the first five minutes of the game. Like the intro and the yeah. walk around and introducing the bad guy sort of thing. I might be way off, but that's what I assume. Um, so moving on then. Electronic Arts. Oh yeah. I have got three things wrote down. Okay. And these are the most obvious three things that you'll ever see on a list. And that's sports, Star Wars, Mm -hmm. and Need for Speed. Yeah. That's all I can think of from EA. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, with EA... Their lineup is very is usually the same each E three. They might be sticking to FIFA though for this one because apparent because of um, what's happening. You have the whole journey still doing. They're still doing that whole story mode type thing. They're still doing. They um, have finally put a new player on the cover. They put Cristiano Ronaldo on the cover. They're putting. Um, I'm guessing they change the game a bit. I hope. I don't but know. then <laughs> you also have them. They have. An, they're gonna have an entire thing just for Star Wars uh, Battlefront Two. 
you reckon they'll show what? any more of that Star Wars single player game that they announced about four years ago? Oh god no. God no. No no no. For Star Wars, the only like when it comes to Star Wars, the only games that you can count on is probably Battlefield now. Because there aren't any. Besides mobile games and the MMO, there are no other Star Wars games. And the MMO, I don't even think is canon anymore. I don't think. I, I honestly have no clue if it's canon or I not. I, I hope think, it is. I don't think anything's sake. canon anymore. So, are you excited to see the new Need for Speed game? No, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. I'd much rather see Burnout. Yeah. I'd much rather see Burnout. Need for Speed is fun. Do not get me wrong. Need for Speed is fun. But it doesn't scratch the itch. It is not the same as Burnout. It's like a lackluster version of Burnout. And it is very disappointing. I'm disappointed every time I play that game. Every time I play Need for Speed, I'm disappointed. Because there's so much they could they could do with it, but they don't. Like, um, have you played the game uh, Split Second? Yes, I love that game. That game is what Need for Speed should be. It is 100% what it should be, but it isn't. And it is annoying because you want Need for Speed to be the need to go fast, the need for speed. Well, I mean, like, if you sort of, like, <clears throat> go back to the original sort of, like, Need for Speed game that was out on 3DO and PS1 and Sega Saturn, that was very much a simulation game. Whereas yeah. now there are, like, arcade races. But I will yeah, but say... That's where it's going. I understand why they don't do a burnout. And that was like Burnout Paradise costs loads of money to develop and make and it didn't sell. Need for Speed costs a load of money in, to make and produce and but that sold like seventeen million copies each year. You know, so pure maths tells you no one buys that, everyone buys that. Well, no point making that, we just make this one. Yeah. But it is a shit. I mean, I think, I mean, like, would it be too hard to do, like, the same as, like, Microsoft do? Like, one year have Need for Speed and one year have Burnout? I don't think so. I don't think it would be too difficult because Burnout is. Burnout is a game that. Right now, in the racing, when when it, when it comes to racing genre, it is needed. Mm. It's actually needed, and it's actually kind of important because it's just like in a racing genre. What do you really have? Let's be honest. You have dirt. You have Need for Speed. Shit, that's the only two I can think of. This is the only two racing games I can think of. Dirt and Need for Speed. Gran Turismo, Forza, Forza yeah. Horizon. Yeah, but those are literal simulators. Those are literally simulators. I want a new Need for Speed. No, I want... Bloody hell. I want a new Ridge Racer. Yes. 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 Ridge <laughs> Racer. Dude. Dude. It's so good. I've even it got. Make, I've even okay. got a Ridge Racer tattoo now. It it make, 
Oh wow, wow! <laughs> it mixes. It. All I'm gonna say is, you are very lucky. You are you you are married right now, because if you weren't, dude, you'd never get laid. <laughs> you'd never get laid again. Mm. But this is what I'm saying. Ridge, Ridge Racer is the perfect mix of arcade and simulation. The cars look good, and the game runs well, and you can have fun with it. You don't have to be clinical with your turns or technical with your straightaways. You can just have fun with it. Sorry, I just got an, an email sent through from Matt. <laughs> um, yeah, I understand. Um, so I think I don't think we're going to see anything from EA that makes us think wow unless they've got something completely out of the blue to sort of show but so I think we'll move on to Nintendo and the only two games that I've got wrote down which I'm interested in seeing more of and that'd be Super Mario Odyssey and I'm not interested to see but I think it'll be announced and that's the Smash Brothers Deluxe Hmm. Um. <sighs> okay. Smash Brothers is. I don't know. I don't think they will. I hope they won't. And I really hope they won't. Just release the same one that was on Wii U. I want them to change it. I want them to make it different. Add new stages. Add new characters. Change shit up. Because you have had the same Smash Brothers since the beginning. I'm not saying it's not good. What I'm saying is you can do more. You have had the time. You have had the ability. You can do more. I don't want them to just reboot it. That's not what people want to see. No one wants to see that. To be fair, I think... If they come out and say... And there's the new Smash Brothers game... And it'll be out in three years' time. Or... If they come out and say it's Smash Brothers Deluxe... It's got all 50 characters... Plus these five new ones... And five new stages... And it's out in September. Hmm. I think people would rather have that to be fair but maybe I guess I would we'll, love them we'll to see. I would love to see them I would love to see them add more characters though well I mean, the, granted they've added almost everyone but like there's a lot of people they haven't added it'd be the same as like Mario Kart 8 deluxe it was Mario Kart 8 with all the DLC plus an extra few characters and little tweaks so they'll yeah. do the same thing with this. All the DLC characters. And they'll g- give you like two or three new characters and two or three new stages. You know, and then charge you like 50 quid for it. Actually, if you go on the eShop, okay. it's like 59.99. Wow. Yeah. But this is the thing. Are you, like, for a fighting game... 
a new character is can it can change the entire game. Like it can change the entire meta of the game. So who was high tier is now low tier, or who's low tier is now high tier because you would have to balance the game again to fit adding a new character and that new character's power, attack, skills, and specific traits. So adding new character may just change the entire game, and that would be amazing to see. I mean, I know what you're saying, but I don't think that matters with Smash Brothers. I don't count it as a fighting game. It's more of a party game. Honestly. You know what? I can't even blame you for seeing it that way, because they don't like... I don't know if they don't like it, but it doesn't seem like they like when it is when it's seen in the light of a competitive fighting game, like a high-tier competitive fighting game. Maybe because it's Smash Brothers and you see Nintendo characters punching each other so no one takes it seriously. But... I don't take it seriously because it's got one big button you just smash every now and again. Yeah. So, I don't know. Again, it depends on the person, isn't it? Yeah, so... Yeah, so, Nintendo, I'm curious what they come up with and what they announce, but yeah. I don't know, I just don't know. So I guess Microsoft, now the big easy one is they will announce the what the Scorpio's name going to be, either the Xbox One Elite or the Xbox One Pro, the Xbox One or just, Plus. Or just like the Super Xbox... I don't know. They're probably going to give it a ridiculous name, regardless. I mean, well, the thing is, whenever Phil Spencer's been talking about it, he's always sort of said it's a part of the Xbox One family. So to me, that makes mm. it sound it's going to be Xbox One something else. Something, yeah. It's going to be Xbox One something, like Xbox One, uh, I don't know, Xbox One. Ultra or Xbox. And I, I just think with Super. like the Elite controllers being like the top of the range controllers they do, then that makes perfect sense to call it the Xbox One Elite. Yeah. Maybe. I wouldn't be it wouldn't be like, you know. It wouldn't maybe, be maybe, super maybe creative, they should call it the Xbox One better than PS4 Pro. I would do you know what it is? I wouldn't be surprised if they did. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they did, because the way that because the way they're going, they are they are in that vein of how Sega used to act to Nintendo, with like the Sega Genesis does what the Nintendo don't. They are in that vein, and it is serious. Yeah, but to be fair, like, Sega are, was right. Nintendo, they don't do a lot of things. But anyway, but this is the thing that that is Nintendo, isn't it? Like Nintendo's always been that way. They do nothing. I know. They just innovate. They 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 protect. Well, they don't really innovate, do they? Not really. They like, do they the same to, thing as what sure. Apple does, and that's they, they, they see ideas. And they, they wait take... until there's good ideas, and then they perfect the idea. Not perfect. Well, I wouldn't say perfect. I would say they improve it a little bit, and then put Nintendo on it. Mm. That's what they do. That's what, that is what they do. It's the same with Apple. Apple sees something they like. They're gonna say we're gonna change it a bit and then put a, and then put a fruit on it. Done. It's just that's how it is. So I guess I think they'll also announce maybe not the date but the window 
And I don't know if they'll announce the price. Because I think they might wait like a month or two before that and do like another little show. Uh, where they'll actually have the proper full date and the price revealed. But, I mean, I don't know about you, but it's like, if this console comes out, because I think the PS4 Pro is £399. I think, was it 299 I can't remember. No, it must be 399 If this Xbox new one comes out, and it is f- over £400, then Microsoft's there's no point even releasing the console. Hmm. No, I mean, I'm not even gonna lie. It's very true. You've got to think. Microsoft uh, being outsold three to you know, like. There's so many more PS4s and there is Xbox Ones being sold, and then to come out and sort of say, "Oh, we're like a hundred pound more expensive." It's like, no, I'll just get the PS4 Pro. And the PS4 Pro will have been out about a year, and that's perfect, ready to maybe knock another 50 quid off the price. So if they do come out for mm. £400, Sony will just sort of say, oh, as of November, the PS4 Pro is only £350, so you can still buy it cheaper. Well done. So, I mean, I guess... Talking about Microsoft games, the only ones I can think of would be Crackdown 3, uh, State of Decay, Forza Motorsport 7, and that's basically about it. I mean, unless they've got some other weird random stuff that they're gonna just shove down. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like... I'm not going to say that, I'm not going to say that when it comes, well, I am going to say it. When it comes to E3, a lot of the press conferences, they're predictable mostly because there aren't a lot of games that they want to show off until they are perfect, especially when it comes to E3. They don't really want to show anything that they don't, that they're not going to bring out. Like, when it comes to making predictions, it's not, it's not difficult unless they bring out like some secret IP they've kept under the rug. Other than that, most of what they're bringing out is going to be very specific. They already have a plan. They already have, what, and I think, and that's one of the reasons why I don't think a lot of people like E3 because it's one of those things where it's not really a surprise anymore. It's just okay, yeah, I know what they're going to announce. I'm just here for the videos. I'm just here for the trailers. I'm just here for the gameplay. Or they're just like, I'll watch it tomorrow. I'll watch it next week or whatever. They're not like, oh, I need to see it now because there's no need because you already because you already know what's gonna drop. It's not really something that you need to you know prepare yourself for. There's no more surprises really when it comes to when it comes to games. Not anymore. And it is a shame, because it's like, for Sony, you know what you're getting. You know the games you're going to see. Microsoft, you know the games you're going to see. Like, Microsoft, you 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 have a perfect idea of what you're going to see. You're going to see Crackdown 3. You're gonna, you might see Gears of War. You're going to see 
Uh, I, think, I think we'll see Sea of, yeah, of Thieves, and we'll also see a teaser trailer for the next Halo game. But it's like but, a, you know, a lot probably. of their studios have been quiet, because I think they were waiting to sort of like announce their new games ready for the Scorpio reveal. For the new console. Yeah. yeah. So that's why the last like, few years oh, been gonna, There's quiet. a new console, and boom, all these new games with it. Yeah. Like... Is that they you have will, Ubisoft they will, to their entire lineup is there. They will work on the Xbox One, but they'll run better on the new console. Yeah. Like, what what I'm thinking is because like, right now you have all of these all of these different um, companies just wanting to make the biggest splash, wanting to be the thing that trends the most. Ubisoft isn't going to be that because we already know what you're going to see, what you're going to show us. We're going to see Assassin's Creed. It's just going to be in Egypt. You can't change the game mechanics that much. You probably can add one or two new weapons, but they're probably going to behave the exact same. You have Far Cry. It's Far Cry, for fuck's sake. How much? Come on, again. You have South Park. It's funny to play, watch, but we're not going to see anything new. So. No need to really pay attention, and it got delayed, so it might, so it's probably not even going to be there. Not enough; it's full capacity anyway. Then you have like other places like Bethesda and EA, where EA is just sports and battle and Battlefront done. Bethesda is just Skyrim. You're probably just going to see Skyrim and maybe Wolfenstein. There you go. That that's Bethesda for you. You might see Fallout. There might be something for Fallout. Don't know. I would. I would. I would be surprised. I would be very surprised if there was. But you know, you have like you have Microsoft that have. They're probably going to show more indie games, which is something that they can do. Maybe talk more about backwards compatibility. What new games are coming there, and then maybe they're going to add. I don't know. They, they might add like a. A legacy franchise, like something that people have wanted, like a franchise people have wanted to come back. So I don't know. Besides Halo, I probably guess like Fable's dead. Um, oh, I would, I would love to see Project something. Gotham Racing, but I don't think they would now with the Forza Horizon taking up that. But then of... again, they could add, they could add that. That could be like a DLC thing. I would, I, I would be a little surprised, but not completely, mm. because. Comic books, adding comic book things into games as DLC is becoming big. It's becoming the big thing. Why? Because they make money. So I don't know. Honestly, I don't. Um, I'm just a little... I don't know. When it comes to E3, I just have the feeling I'm not going to be impressed by a lot. I'm not going to be blown away by a lot. I'm just gonna see a lot of the same, a lot of the a lot of the things that I expect to see. I'm not gonna be surprised or blown away by any of it, and that's a shame. That is a shame. Yeah, I I, I know what you mean. I mean, like, I don't know how much of this stuff's been announced, but I've got emails of like running order of stuff that's gonna be shown. I'm not really going to mention any yeah. of that stuff on here because I don't know if it's all embargoed or not. I can't bother to go through and read it all. 
Because, like, there are a few games that... Wait, I don't even know. There are a few games that I can see. There are a few games, like, you know, like, that I know are going to be there. Or are going to be around there. And I can talk about them because the embargo's over. But, um... Well, I think most of the embargo's over. But, uh... Like, um... Elix. Uh, that game is very... It's... it's it's a good game. It is a it is a good game, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Why? Because it is fun. It's fun. It's a it's it's a it's a world that is expansive, and you aren't just you know, you're the hero that we all need and want, and you know, go kill this thing and that thing and this thing. No, you actually have to. You're in a world where you are not accustomed to a lot of these things. You do not know your way around. Learn. Figure it out. Make friends. It's needed. It's not just like, oh, you can just run, you can just start the game and just run to the end. No. You have to actually do shit because in in a world like this, you can't just run straight to the end. It doesn't work like that. And honestly, it works wonderfully. You have the other game, Battle Chasers. Fucking great. Battle Chasers is bloody amazing. It's a it's 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 the best it's the best turn based RPG I've played since Crisis Core. And that's saying a lot because there haven't been a lot of good ones. Story wise there have been many, many good um RPGs. But gameplay wise, not many. This is one of the good ones. The art, phenomenal. Gameplay, phenomenal. How you play the game, how like the the fact that the game does not isn't like oh you have to think. No, it put you you're you're in a fight, and it's either you think you either brute force it, which doesn't work most of the time, or you just win. You just figure out how to do it, and you win. And that is a good thing to see in turn-based RPGs again. It's so good because a lot of RPGs you can just brute fate, you can just like power like power level yourself, be like three or four levels above the enemy, and just wipe them out. Just like you know, boom, 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 done. Don't need to stay here anymore. You just walk through the story just by doing side quests. But with this, it's just like no, you. You do. You actually do have to pay attention and try and understand how enemies play and and like you know back to how back to learning. Oh, this enemy does this. This enemy can do that. This enemy can do this. It's all those things and more. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I see. Oh, got me back. I see what you're saying. I just don't think. I just don't think I'm gonna see any of that in at when I when I go. When I go and look at E3, I don't think I'm going to see any of it. I don't think I will see anything that makes me go, oh, that's cool. Oh, that makes me think. That makes me want to play the game. Nothing. I'm, I don't think I'm going to see anything like that. I'm just going to see a bunch of games that I'm not really going to give a damn about. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. I'm excited because there haven't been that many leaks this year, so I'm excited that it should be all new and fresh. 
And although I've been sent loads of emails about stuff that we're not allowed to report on, I don't really read them, so I, it'll, be, it'll be a surprise to me. So, I mean, I well, guess... Thing, yeah, I, I guess we'll move on to the last sort of... place, person, company. And that'd be Sony. And the only thing that I've got wrote down is more games that we won't be playing until another four years' time. Yeah. Sony... This is the thing. If, if Sony released their games at the speed that they liked to talk shit, they would have so many games. Sony's the type of, Sony is the type of developer that's like, oh, we have so many new IPs. We have so many awesome games. When are they coming out? Around 2020, 2019. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to forget that game exists. I'm not going to give a shit. I'm going to walk away. Why? Because I don't care. You can't just give me, like, what was that game? Horizon Zero Dawn. It's a good game, but that's it. That's it. That's the only exclusive that PS4 has had that I've, that I've actually batted an eye at. Everything else is not worth my time. It's not. You have their Japanese developers that shoot out games, like, shoot out top quality games, like every year, every six months. Great. You do not have the same for every other developer under your umbrella. So we are only playing RPGs. We are only playing role-playing games. And that's what the PS4 has turned into. It has turned into a role-playing game machine. If you want to play role-playing games, buy a PS4. You want to play anything else, get a PC or an Xbox. Why? Because the PS4 does not have a selection of games that attracts everyone it attracts a certain amount of people new games new ips are all the same horizon zero dawn was basically far cry primal it is just true no matter how you slice it it was basically far far cry primal it may have just been the machines may have been more complicated than the animals but the basics were the same Savages against animals or machines. You gather shit, make better weapons. You get, you can make animals fight for you. You can make them on your side, make them your mounts. Far Cry Primal. It's not. It's it's just. It's just for for a game that you can only play once. Because that's what far, that's what um, Horizon Zero Dawn is. There is no procedural generation. There is no. Like, you can play this six or seven times more. You play it once or twice, you know the story, you know where all the good shit is, you know how to do everything. There's no reason for you to play the game again. Unless you're getting trophies. Then that's about it, maybe. But besides that, no. So, what's the point? That's a serious, like, that's a serious thing. What is, what, what's the point of buying a console that only has a certain type... That has more more of a certain type of game than any other than any other genre of game. It's a waste because they have a lot of good IPs that would go very far, but they use none of them, and it, so it's a waste. It's a waste of it's a waste of IPs. Honestly, it is. Like my only hope is that we see something about Darksiders in one of these uh, conferences. Hopefully. 
hopefully on the Sony conference because they need something. Because, like, let's be honest, does do either of us know what Sony is going to bring out? What's going to be their thing? Because the only thing I can think of is maybe something to do with VR and maybe Death Stranding, but Death Stranding isn't going to be there in any physical sense. So you're just going to probably get... Um, I don't uh, think they can show Death Stranding again. They've shown it like every conference they've had for the last like three years. It's, but we haven't seen gameplay. Yeah, because it's not How made. How do you play the game? Why are you telling me about a concept? Show me a game. It's a game conference, not a concept conference. Keep concepts in your box. Show me games. Show me gameplay. Show me something tangible. Just because you have Kojima behind the project does not mean I want to hear about it every five minutes without seeing gameplay. The man made Metal Gear. That's it. That's it. And, and Zone of the Enders. Oh, fuck off. And he did a lot of 16-bit platformers. No. No. <laughs> the only big game he made was Metal Gear. And Metal Gear was supposed to be a stealth game. It turned into a fucking... We went from stealth to shooter to fan to sci-fi real quick. Like it does, it can't pinpoint a genre on that fucking thing. It changes whenever it's convenient, and this is what I'm saying. <laughs> what, what you like? You have the actors that are in and the people that are working on Death Stranding, not knowing what the fuck they're working on. Gamma del Toro has no bloody clue. He's like, I don't know. The the, the um, uh, Mickelson, the, the 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 villain that you see, he has no bloody idea what he's doing. If the people working on the project don't know what they're doing, why should I give a shit? Because no one knows what the fuck. I'm pretty sure Kojima's just biding time at this point. He's just like, I need to think of something quick. Because the only thing we've seen is naked man, baby. Baby in a baby in a container with Gamma del Toro, uh, German man with tent with cables in people, in soldiers, tanks with stuff on them. Death Stranding, yay! I think it'll it's just turn out slither. to be something very similar to Metal Gear Solid Five. That's sort our of gameplay. I don't. But that's the thing. I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be. If I want Metal, if I want Metal Gear Solid Five, I will play Metal Gear Solid Five. It's the exact same problem I had with Horizon Zero Dawn. If I want to play Far Cry, I will play Far Cry. Give me something new. Do not give me the same shit and tell me you've innovated. You haven't. You've just you you just literally coloured shit. You've just spray painted shit and told me it's gold. Don't. Don't! It doesn't make sense! It doesn't make sense! You don't do that! You don't! That's not how you make games! And I don't know what it is with this, with, with, with people now. They don't really care what they're given. Like when people heard that Kojima was making something new, no one fucking questioned it. They were just like, oh, it's gonna be great! It's gonna be great! It's gonna be great! Then they heard there's gonna be a new Metal Gear and it's gonna be about survival and. You're going to use bow and arrow and all this other shit. Yeah, of course you are. They're not just going to make the same... This is the thing. Metal Gear has been the same thing for so long. It has been 
about espionage, it has been about betrayal. The story has been the same. You have had a character going through betrayal after betrayal, betraying people himself. It's just, it's exhausting as shit. It's exhausting. The story was bullshit. The story was bullshit. It made very little sense to the people that actively played the game. That's not a good thing. That's not a sign of a well-written story. When the people that are actively invested in your story do not understand it. When I need to go onto the internet and look up the several like the several reasons why your story makes sense, your story don't make sense. When I need it, sir, when I need it absolutely described to me why, yeah, it makes sense and how it makes sense and what about it makes it make sense. On how it has a deeper meaning and all this other shit. I don't give a fuck. That's when I stop giving a shit. Because the game the, the game is boring at that point. The game isn't the story isn't a story. It's just I I put some words on the page, make sense of it yourself. You can't do that and expect me to and expect me to be okay with the game story. And I don't want them to do that with Death Stranding. Because it seems interesting. It seems like Slither. I don't know if you've seen that. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Slither. It looks like that. It looks like something like that. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was. But, like, if it is like that, then just say it. No one's going to judge you. Just be like, you know what? We got inspiration from Slither. Everyone will be over the fucking moon. Why? Because it's a good movie. If that's where you got your inspiration from, say it. If, if, if. People, if like, if humans can't be made anymore and they have to be made using test tubes or some shit, say that shit. If it's some last children of men shit, boom, say it. People will lose their shit. Why? Because people love that shit. But if you don't say anything, I'm going to go to E3 and I'm just going to see a, 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 a thin Asian man on the, on the fucking stage talking about some shit that I'm not going to see for the next three years. Why should I give a fuck? It's like okay, you're stand you're you're standing there telling me that the game is going to be innovative and it's going to be next level and it's going to be amazing. I haven't heard or seen shit that makes me believe that. All I've seen is pre-rendered stuff and cutscenes. Show me something definitive, or I'm not going to give a damn about the game until it actually comes out. Because you've seen, because we've seen this happen a lot more often. People aren't trusting game developers. People aren't trusting developers or, or publishers anymore because they don't because they aren't being shown tangible products they aren't being shown the game being played they are not being shown anything that they can feel that they can actually look at and say this can influence whether or not i purchase this product they aren't being shown that what they're being shown is this is something pre-rendered this is a cutscene that we've made and we're just like eh buzzwords, flashy shit, an explosion once or twice, you love it, go buy it. No. Why? Because fuck you, that's why. If you're not going to show me a good game, you can't just tell me it's good. But, oh, gee, like, shit like this, shit like this annoys me. It does. <laughs> I don't know if that's come through. I don't know if, I don't know if, I'm not like, sure. Like, you've noticed <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've like properly conveyed that it annoys me, but yeah. it does. Because people have so much faith in Kojima. 
people have so much faith in him. But I just want to, I just want to remind them one thing. Mighty number nine. Remember that? Mighty number nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. People fucking shit. Yeah? Mega Man's revival. Yeah? What the fuck happened? What happened? The game was garbage. <laughs> it was hot garbage. And it was like, oh no, it's going to be the next coming. It's, it's the messiah of games. Get the fuck out of here. You were also you were also fucking brainwashed by one man that you were like, oh, they have this guy though. He worked on the original Mega Man or some shit. His dad works at Nintendo. I don't know. And then, oh, I'm going to put all of my faith into this one man. No. He's one man. One man. He's an entire development team. Again, Kojima is one man. He's not an entire development team. The fact that he's gone around and looked at all of this new technology means absolutely nothing because it takes more than just scouting new technology to make a game. I do not want a gimmick. I want a game. If I wanted a gimmick, I would buy a Switch. Hey, I've got a Switch. Yeah, but like, David, you make bad decisions all the time. You have a Ridge, Ridge, you have a Ridge Racer tattoo. That's like... Let's be honest. Let's be honest. No. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> I tell you what, while you're there, I don't, I've actually shown you. I don't no. think I have. Right, I'll just turn the, the camera on. Right, can you see? So this is your yeah. live reaction. Right. <laughs> My God! What the fuck? You are a walking billboard! <laughs> You are walking billboard of the 90s. What the hell? There we go. All I see is Saved by the Bell and you're ready. So I have got ah! Sega Saturn, PlayStation, Xbox, Sega Rally, Virtua Fighter 2, Sega, Ridge Racer, AM2, Street Fighter 2 and Virtua Cop. I've got them all, on my, all around my arm, my lower arm. Oh my god, man. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna say this again because I need to emphasize it. You are so lucky you are married or you'd never get laid again. Understand how serious this is. Wow. Jesus. I don't wanna know how much those cost. One must have been like what, a hundred and fifty? Um all in all it was about five hundred and sixty pound. Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Please tell me, like, you have a shady deal in the back that's just like, oh, I'll put all of this on me if you pay me a certain amount to advertise. Because that's basically what you're doing. You are advertising old games. <laughs> you are advertising old games. You have Virtual Fighter 2 on your arm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I can't take it. I just can't. <laughs> Come out, okay. Well, so, what was the reaction? What was the reaction like? <laughs> what was the re- so? Did you have did you have these tattoos like before you got married or after? I'm not married. Oh, girlfriend, then. Please, uh, please say after. Please say. You I was. Didn't. I've yeah. only had these tattoos for about two and a half months. Oh, thank God. Thank God. I thought you were like... I thought 
you you were like a special case. <laughs> you were like the one man on the planet who could get laid with a PlayStation tattoo on his arm. <laughs> oh my god! Like, what's what, what's the pickup line at that point? <laughs> Do you remember Street Fighter Two? <laughs> oh yeah, you want to see the back of my arm? Fuck's sake! <laughs> god. Hey. Oh. They dig it. <laughs> you you. <laughs> oh, your girlfriend's a lucky woman. Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Sign up to our new forum sort of page. We've just set that up. Um, yes. We've got a patron's uh, account at patreon.com slash OUG. You can buy official merchandise like mugs and t shirts at bluecyborg.com. Just search oneupgaming. We have an audio yeah. CD out called Games Inspired Music. And with every album sold, 20% will go to Child's Play Charity. We also have our first 100 podcasts on like a USB audio cassette tape thing. And that's at audiobooksontape.com. And everyone sold £1 will go to Diabetes UK. On the website, we've got little Amazon links. If you click on them, um, it'll basically take you straight to Amazon. Buy whatever you're buying from Amazon. And because Amazon know you've gone through our website, Amazon pays us a couple of percent of whatever you've bought. So we get a little bit of commission for that way. So that'd be amazing if anyone could do that. We have Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. They're all just on the links at the top of the site. It's easier just to click on them. Or just search one up game and you'll get there. If you want to tweet us, it's at OUG official. And if you want to email us, it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. And the podcast itself that you're listening to, if you want to subscribe to us, please do. If you want to leave feedback and positive stars, things like that, please do. It helps us with downloads and rankings and all that kind of thing. So that has been our E3 preview special, which we don't really know nothing. Well, we do know things, yes, but we're not allowed to say things. Well, let's put it like this. We know, we know things, because right now, I think the EA one is happening. So, yeah, just so you know when this was recorded. Because, yeah, we don't know shit right now. Neither of us are watching that. But, you know, we know stuff. Some stuff. Things. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Say, I can't. Say, I don't know if, if I can say we're in the know because I'm pretty sure Rooster Teeth will probably will probably sue us. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't li- listen to them. I watch them wherever they are. Fuck it. We're in the. Know. We're, we're in the know. We are. We are. We are specifically in the know. I just want to see. I just want to see how many people in the comments just say no. You're not. But yes, yes, we are. Um. But yeah, are we going? We should probably do a podcast for each conference. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm up for that. Each conference, each different conference, yeah. just give our reaction to what was shown the day after. Why not? Yeah, I'm. I'm up for recording that. Yeah. So. so yep. Yeah. Be prepared to listen to our lovely voices. Hopefully, we'll get again, more stuff done. Yeah, again. Um, Just you know, it'll be great. So yeah, so it's been episode two hundred and three of the One Up Game podcast. 
and I will be live at the Glasgow Play Expo, which is at Brayhead on the 17th of this, so basically next Saturday. So if you're in Edinburgh, no, if you're in Glasgow, please come and say hi to us. I believe we're doing the live panel just after 3pm, and we've got loads of things to give away, loads of raffle prizes, with all the money going to Diabetes UK, so please um, go on to the event and buy some raffle tickets. We've got like a massive transformer that's worth like over a hundred quid to give away and some like HD cameras and Bluetooth headphones and games and loads of stuff. But that's no, been no, this no. episode, so I think Eddie's busy, so yeah. thank you all and goodbye. Oh yeah, goodbye. This is gonna be great. Do you have trouble sleeping? tossing and turning all night. Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit Facebook.com slash Fat Cat Fly because you deserve a better life. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering if you think we're great If you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. O-U-G Gaming will always be free, but... With your support, we can always move forward and always be better.